0: hello and welcome to another wonderful week of radio melee here on the golden guardians channel uh and you know it's like what's going on in the melee community right now i think for a lot of people what's fresh on people's minds is okay big house is coming up so we've got legendary head <laughs> to of genesis which is another tournament that's relevant dr z A K sheridan aka sheridan, a.k. Hugo. what's up dude how you doing
1: I'm doing great. We uh just finished Genesis Early Bird registration and uh oh feeling like it went pretty well. And uh, now I just get to kick back and look forward to um to Big House.
0: Did you just say Genesis Early Bird registration? Yes. Should I go register f- for that? Like the thing that's after what's after early break you could
1: register or you could apply to be on commentary and
0: um oh yeah okay maybe secure
1: yourself a spot
0: spot that way let's do it that way okay that sounds like a good idea
1: when is it february it's january 20th through 22nd
0: awesome i'll definitely be there um gotta say sheridan uh to the people who are less i don't know the slippy zoomers and all those guys Sheridan, definitely one of my favorite people in the community. To talk to you, period. Uh, one of my favorite community people in the community, period. So it's really cool to have you here. And I wanted to ask because I see your backdrop. Are you? Is that your? Is that your folks' house? Where are you physically? I'm
1: at home. Which home? Your home, home. Your I'm own home. My my home in uh, Portland, Oregon.
0: 'Cause I remember going to okay, I don't know if you picked out a house that seems to have a similar kind of setup, but I remember playing friendlies with you after Mango Juice in two thousand nine. Oh yeah. In I believe it was your parents' house or family not <laughs> yes. not your not your Novato house, but there was there was someplace, man, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, where was no, that? The,
1: the Novato House, yeah. Almost and certainly you, the Novato house.
0: Okay. Okay. Which
1: was an incredible Smash Fast house.
0: Oh dude, there was so a much device. people
1: to sleep on the floor and sleeping bags and whatnot. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. One of the long time like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like traditions of NorCal melee for sure. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Um, but yeah, it's it's dope. I mean, I think that uh, uh, we've we've got definitely a lot to talk about. I think one of the interesting topics we did four side fights this past week on the melee Anonomy channel. And PP Sheridan, I don't know if either of you guys caught this, but basically it's this funny format that I think Jack Zilla... Well, Jack Zilla ran the program, but... Um, yeah, I I, it. you know, And it was basically, okay, You know, the idea is you talk about stuff, but you can win, so you get points for things. And one of the topics that I thought was pretty f- interesting uh, that came up was we've got a bunch of really uh, f- crazy majors, uh, one of them being, of course, Big House, and also, of course, the Ludwig Invitational um, that, like, everyone's going to, basically. Uh, and and one of the questions was, like, uh, that we got into a little bit was, you know, what is even going to be the most prestigious event um, in the fall, in the fall period? Because obviously Big House has 10 years of history. But also for the Ludwig Invitational, just in terms of the people who are going, it's, I think, everyone. Maybe I saw Plup was, like, somebody that people weren't sure if Plup was going to make it. But, okay, every other person you could imagine freaking Spud's going. You know, so, so, uh, it's, that's going to be really exciting. And I'm sure you pay attention to this sort of thing, Sheridan, but like, there have not been that many tournaments in across time where it feels like every single top player is there.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm, Big House is getting pretty close, right? Like, they've got, uh, they're at like 24 of the top 25, I'm not sure.
2: Mm. But they're getting mm-hmm. pretty
1: close that's to just filling out that top roster. But you know, Damn. it's weird because like the prestige of the event historically, like, yeah, the the top, the top number of top players that show up, that's definitely a big part of it. But also just like the history of the event itself, right? Yeah. Because you can think of um, like MLG Anaheim 2014 or Battle of yeah. the Five Gods, all extremely stacked events. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and you know, really great events um for viewership, but maybe don't necessarily hold like as high of a position in um prestige as even like Big House Nine, right? Or just just the right. average Big House.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Battle of the Five Gods is a great example of that. And you know, it's funny because on the flip side, this is something that I, this is a point I was kind of making to my good buddy Laudandis lately, cause we go to the gym frequently and I was telling him, you know, the really cool thing. And I don't, I haven't heard anyone make this point yet, but this is something I've observed about myself where there'll be a major and PP, maybe you've noticed this too, mm. but it'll be a major or something. And I'll be like, no, oh, there's like a bunch of people who aren't at the tournament. You know, it's like, like okay, Mango skipped this one and Leffen didn't come because he's in Sweden and Plub didn't come because, you know, the, the airport thing. And, and like, oh, there's like four of the top players uh, are not present. Okay, but we've got Zane and J Mook and Hungrybox and Amsa and, uh, you know, like Axe or something. So it's like, there's this funny thing going on right now. And I don't know if I've ever felt this where like four of the top players can be absent and I still feel like it's a crazy top eight. Mm-hmm. And it's really stacked. I don't think we've ever had this. You know, in the Five Gods era, it would be, you know, kind of you needed at least three or four of the Five Gods to show up for it to feel like a true Super Major. But now like, you know, Shine Top 8, there were a bunch of people who weren't at Shine. Um, you know, Cody's been Cody's been out. Obviously Leffen wasn't there. Obviously Plup wasn't there. AMSA um, so wasn't there. And it was still like, wow, this is a crazy tournament. Rip died same way. Um which which to me makes, you know, there are going to be some of these top players are going to get 9th at <laughs> You know, at Big House and at Ludwig Invitational, right? Like, because Wizzy's gonna be the mix. You're gonna, you know, like, it's, it, you're gonna see people who could win the tournament not even play that bad and get like ninth, which is wild. And I, I don't know if we as a community are even really ready for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it speaks to just how much we've exited from the five gods era, right? Because, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just so many more names that people think of as the top tier now because like there's so many triangles, right? Like mm-hmm. um Axe is gonna beat Zane, except for when except for like the first time out of twenty two that he did it, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you have a bunch of characters that uh, that can counter Axe. And right. then Zane's gonna beat everybody else. Or yeah. is he you've, you've got, got like Jamie Johnny
0: White. Johnny gives him trouble. Jamie exactly. gives him trouble. Exactly. Yeah. The
1: sheiks. So like there's we, we all, the reason it was five guys is because they would only beat each other. So those are the only names you heard at the end of the tournament, right? Yeah. You're just the average viewer and you're like, I just want to see what uh, grand finals or like losers finals was. Now, throughout this whole year, you've heard like 15 or 20 names now. Yeah. Now that, that really excites you because, you know, oh, this person beat uh, somebody who was regarded as the best player in the world. So, like, you, you just have, like, more names that you hear constantly.
0: Turn, I want to ask you something. Do you feel any sense of pride in the fact that J-Mook kind of launched his career at your turn
1: of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, Is that, yeah, yeah, is yeah.
0: that thing that you think of it all? I don't know what it's like being a T.O. I don't know what it's like. So, you know, I'm kind of curious.
1: I have just always believed that um, we are kind of at the mercy. Genesis is at the mercy of the Smash gods. The you know the the, the yeah. smash divine beings and right. for whatever reason they just always happen to smile upon us so I'm just eternally grateful for their blessing.
0: That's really. It seems like
1: no matter what happens, it, it's always a good. One. Genesis.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. The Jemagod was, was people were definitely losing their minds. Um. So yeah, that that is that is pretty cool, and I cannot wait for for the next one. But we got we got to get through a couple other super majors on the way there. Uh, and me and PP would like to remind everybody in chat, everybody tuning mm-hmm. in, um, of course, that you know you actually can talk to us live on air and ask us basically whatever you want uh, about you know Super Smash Brothers Melee, about you know tournaments that are coming up, about what it's like to be the TO of a massive tournament, and uh, you know behind the scenes, or, or really you know Sheridan also a really old school player and one of the most one of the people who i think was on the norcal pr for the longest stretch of time it was like over 10 years in a row i believe maybe maybe almost a little over 10 some years. over under Not sure if I got 10, 10, years. 10 years
1: but yeah okay. it was like 2006
0: through 2015 these like louise yeah. yeah um so these are all things that uh you can easily uh, talk to us with, uh, live on air and ask us, you know, basically whatever you want. Give us your hot takes just with exclamation mark, radio melee, in either my chat or PP's chat. It really is that easy. Um, and you know, it's funny. I just want to egg some of you on. I see some people in my chat that are always, they're always there and you guys are tuning in every week and you guys always have really interesting questions, but you leave them in chat and you don't join the discord. You don't actually talk to us. And I know, you know, it's a little nerve wracking. You got to get up here and talk to me and PP but we're very welcoming you're gonna have a good time so you should just do it true yes yes big orange fish i want to see you submit your question that's right submit topics here to channel um but yeah that's a. Uh, I'm, I'm i'm pretty pumped i think it's going to be a, a really fun i've been i've been going a lot of um going a lot of like locals and stuff and reconnecting with the local scene in a big way so it's just been a really fun time in melee for me um but yeah, PP. I know you've got, you know, you've been, obviously you've been to a lot of, uh, you know, Genesis's and Sheridan's tournaments right. as well. You guys, I'm sure, have have chatted a good bit.
3: Yeah, and, and Sheridan's someone I've always enjoyed kind of talking to and listening to for a long time. He's got time. that effect. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of my exposure to Sheridan over the time was when he was, you know, he'd be on commentary at Foundry or something. And it's a, it's a tournament where everyone's drinking, and yet it's still he still brings such a, a calm, level-headed perspective. Mm-hmm. It, it's very it's something I've always greatly appreciated about it about him. And uh, you good know, good I've point. let him know that I, I I forget it might have been one of the big houses actually I went to, and I think I said something like that to you. But regardless, never mm-hmm. never hurts to say it again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, good presence and, and good insight. No doubt will be had here today. It can um, be
0: it can be hard to be uh, Sheridan. Definitely one of those sorts of people who's entertaining. You know, like stone sober, because you know people will be sure. drinking, and you know the kind of energy of the building will be at a certain level, uh, and and yet people do kind of tend to defer when Sheridan has something interesting to say. So, well,
1: appreciate it. the kind words. So we'll see if I live uh, up. Or not.
0: Of course. <laughs> Before we get into our callers for the day, uh, of course, we have a little tradition here on Radio Melee that some of you longtime YouTube viewers are familiar with. We like to do a little thing called the community voice and every single week at the end of the episode, so Sheridan will do this as well, we ask our guest to basically ask a question to you guys, a question directed to the YouTube uh, viewers every week on the Golden Gardens Melee YouTube channel and it can be about anything in the world, it can be about gameplay, it can be about history. It can be about top players' storylines. It can be about, you know, Elijah Wood. We had Elijah Wood that one time. So did. it can be literally about anything you want. Um, and and Sheridan will pr- present a question to you at the end of the show. But let's go ahead and take a look at some the responses from last week's Community Voice uh, when we had a question about... I think it was basically up-and-comers. It Looks was like,
3: like shout
0: yeah. out someone from your scene that people right. got to be on the lookout for we
3: it. we talked with s2j last week we had a question someone was talking about up and comers and then he passed it along to you guys and it looks like we got a bunch of different uh names here so plenty of good stuff um
0: the go to says sup <laughs> <laughs> that's intimidating is that literally joe biden
3: might be hello joe <laughs> yeah
0: hello joe best of luck with your uh you know your your local results in the mdva area i assume really <laughs> the a, DMV the cave. area yeah, yeah. the K. Ca- there is the cave yeah, yeah there is the cave joe biden could show up to that you know there is a famous uh top level north american chip xanif player in guilty gear named joe biden oh <laughs> wow by joe biden Ooh. yeah yeah it's very exciting so you know maybe he's branching out to smash bros we got beep beep in here um with a really funny looking profile picture i my dad. He's not really a new person to see, and I really feel like is going to make a big splash soon. Oh, Good answer. He's been cons- consistently coming to majors, doing really well at them, but just slightly misses the main stage, and I'm not sure people know how good he is at the moment. I feel like he's... Feels like he's really grinding out these IRL events ever since they started again, and his control of Falcon is really impressive. Um, Mateo is awesome. He was actually on my crew for the pop-up 5v5, uh, like, not draft crews, but just crew battles. Like, just... Put a crew together and play a tournament crew battle tournament at Gommel. It was myself, Swooper, uh, of course, Zuppy, Toussaint, and Matteo rounding out the crew. and I got to tell you Matteo was very, very impressive, definitely a super duper solid player, um, and I just really love when the Canadians band together for their for their boys, but yeah, that guy is definitely getting mm-hmm. really solid. you know he was he was going toe-to- toe with some of Europe's finest, and he was doing really mm-hmm. well in that um you can you can read the next one pb
3: yeah sure so dr sage writes in saying i'm gonna have to go with my favorite rising player my favorite character b bats this guy's popping off right now has had a very quick rise he seems to have a good attitude just keeps getting better i'm definitely looking forward to see more from him i think b bats is someone that uh it's just really fun to watch because he doesn't stop holding forward even though he's playing peach which is (laughs) wild in 2022 and he's getting results very cool
0: And speaking of 2022, uh, he has not been playing for very long. So B-Bats apparently started playing like in the pandemic, like started literally as a slippy kid, Um, started playing, I think, in 2020, which is which is insane. Um, You don't really see that kind of uh, thing very often. So, yeah, that's that is wild. Very Um, impressive. Pseudo nostalgia, I think giving a similar que- uh, kind of answer answers. Potus the Godus says, I think I'm going to pop off in the future. Look out for pseudo lock at your local. That Tell does imply- everyone's locals. Exactly. <laughs> everyone's locals. It's not one given region. No one is it's every region. Uh, and David Hall says null is the future of melee. Trust me. Yeah, I do believe that for sure. Uh, plus, we're going to live in a world very soon. I really do hope we see more of these uh, these Johnny performances, because when he looks good, he looks really good.
3: Yeah, even when
0: he doesn't look that good, he looks really good.
3: <laughs> like, True, he's been even he's baseline. been working out,
0: and he's been working out. Yep, he's been getting more in shape. That matters a lot, to be honest with you. I think that really does. Mm-hmm. I think you see that kind of yes. thing very yes. visibly.
3: He's becoming Falcon.
0: Yes, he is. Uh, he is definitely definitely. Uh, you you see it at IRL tournaments more and more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. very excited for that. And with that, I think we can uh, just about get our first caller in for the program. Uh, Looks like we got joining us. Oh, hang on.
3: I've got. What's this? The the Waffle Man. Hello. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer?
2: Hello. uh, I'm calling in from Connecticut. And my question is you have five minutes to convince someone Melee is the sickest esport of all time. What set Mm. do you choose personally? For me, it's Blue versus Salt at Smash Summit 13 because the first five minutes of that set is
3: like some of the sickest melee I ever played. Oh, man. Dude, people do like referencing that, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, people, that might be a good one, actually. I forgot about
0: that set. Hmm. I think there is something very captivating in um, when you show people like from a sportsmanship angle, when you show people like, this is an important tournament set with lots of money on the line, but here are these two guys were clearly having fun. I think that does speak to people, especially at the casual level. Like people really yeah. like that. People like people, people like competitors not taking themselves too seriously. So there is something to be said about that. I have to think about my answer. Sheridan, do you have a, do you have a built-in answer?
1: I don't have a built-in answer, but I'm thinking about like, what are the, what it's like the matchup I would want to show to people. And I yeah. think if I want to show somebody that an eSport is really sick and that they should play it also, mm-hmm. I think an important thing to be able to see in the set is like, do I understand what each of these two people are trying to accomplish? Because like I want to be able to put myself in their mind. Like When I go to, and start playing the game, I have something I know. Okay, this is, what, this is how I'm going to start playing a game. This is what I'm going to do. If I watch mm-hmm. like a fighting game and I just see two people just like jumping at each other and I don't know what they're trying to do, it doesn't really make me want to play the game. But it if I'm sense. watching like Marth versus Falco and I see like, oh, the Falco is doing lasers because he doesn't want to let the Marth come in in that particular way. The Marth's got to get around him. And When he grabs him, get him off the stage and just poke him or do the chain grab. Like now I know what each person's goal is in that, in that matchup mm-hmm. and like I mean, when I think of Marth versus Falco, the thing that comes to my mind is Big House Nine grand finals. Yeah. But I'm not sure if, like, the first five minutes of that is, like, the, you know, apotheosis of Marth versus Falco.
3: You might have to cut up clips of it and show them. Right. Oh, five. It is five minutes. It's a good point. Ooh, man. Um,. You need more time? I can... I yeah, can, that's yeah, an interesting...
0: That is That is an interesting constraint. That does change things. Because, you know, right. I kind of had a similar thought where, like, you know, if I could plop somebody, if I could plop somebody in a time machine and take them to any given moment that made me fall in love with the game that I feel like most people would fall in love with the game, it would be Mango Armada Genesis 1. But, you know, Puff Peach, like... And especially if it's the five-minute time constraint, if it's just me showing someone a video, then it's much harder to pick that set. Obviously the production value wasn't as good. You know, there weren't overlays and things like that back then. So yeah, let me, let me think about this. This is an interesting, that's an interesting constraint.
3: Um, I think so when I, my way to answer this question Mm. while Tove thinks about it is, um, Mm -hmm. what, what gets, so I'm just going to go with what gets a lot of other people in, what gets a lot of other people juiced about melee. And I think for me, something that i've noticed and this is kind of true for how i got into it as well i didn't necessarily know when i first started watching but i was searching for it granted but Mm -hmm. i didn't know necessarily what i was watching but i remember being really excited there was like ddr music in the background in this one video and i was like okay this is crazy what these guys are doing and there was this feeling of there was just this feeling of excitement and i wanted to follow that and i think when so many people talk about being hooked they talk about this feeling of excitement wanting to follow it so for me you know i'd pick one of I think people often say the ma- one of the Mango Leffins, like Genesis Four, whichever one it was. People really like that one, and I really I think that one also has a crowd mic, or you could hear the crowd from it. And I think that really helps sell how interesting this is. Oh, there was something difficult that happened. It's like you know, it's like laugh track for excitement. Crowd scream. Oh, this is very good. You know, this this means like this was difficult, and you know, this is interesting for me too. And so, uh, you know, I could see, I could see that being something that, that, that sort of thing hooks a lot of people. I, I totally get wanting to follow yeah. along and that might be a better route, but, but maybe there's enough with the crowd understanding to help, help get there, at least for some. And I'm just thinking what helped other people.
0: Yeah. The, I will say the crowd shot at that particular, well, both the Genesis theaters, both the San Jose one and the Oakland one, um, that is a really cool crowd shot. And mm. so, I do think that helps because it at once doesn't feel too e-sportsy in the traditional sense. It it doesn't feel like, you know, some kind of optic gaming kind of like futuristic looking thing, but it's right. like, but it's a very intense and passionate crowd. And it's a really, it's a really just sick looking venue uh, with, you know, like it feels like there's history there, which kind of I think adds to the the whole experience because obviously Genesis is a lot of history. Right. Um, and the crowd mic is a really good, Point. Yeah. Mangle Left in Genesis 4. Someone in chat, just as you were starting to say it, it's funny. Someone in chat, shout out to Klob, said uh, Mangle Left in Genesis
3: 4 is up there. It for comes me. up a lot. It comes up so for a so lot. So that of is a good one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Man, I will throw a bone to another more recent Genesis set that I thought was a nail biter. I'm going to go with Zane IBW from the most recent Genesis. Mm. um The set that people thought was the, I heard people call it like the real grand finals. Obviously not really, obviously there's book, but like that was the set that like, if Zayn was going to lose a set, it was going to be that one, you know? Right. Um, that set was really intense. Yes. It was fast paced enough that you could get through a good bit of it in five minutes. Um, I think it has the aspect of Sheridan's thing where like the wind conditions are relatively clear in the sense that like, oh wow, that Marth guy really does sort of, you know, he has the range advantage and when he gets his hands on this Fox character... Uh, that guy seems to explode. On the flip side, the Fox character is really fast. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, like, so I, I think it's, I think there's a nice dichotomy there with, with the Marth and the Fox um, in, in, in a similar way. And I, I, so I think this set for me is going to tick a lot of the boxes. A little bit of recency bias, but maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe more recent sets are just higher level play in general. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that one. I think that's actually not a bad answer at all. And it wasn't even finals.
3: Very true. Um, I don't. I don't know if I have too much to add to that. I think these are all fine answers. I don't know if Waffle yeah, Man,
0: even Blue versus Salt, Blue versus Salt, Blue yeah. versus Salt.
2: Yeah. The only other one I could think of was that one tournament where Zane played Mango and he was like super drunk, and that was like a seven-minute set. You'll probably get that whole set in, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, was
0: that the one? Mango always tells this story about how he was really drunk or something, and he goes up to Zane and he's like he says something like he's like, they're playing friendlies and he's getting tossed and he says something like, uh oh, we're going to have a really good are we, set. Are we the Zen. only ones who care? Yeah. <laughs> are we the only ones who care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. we the only ones yeah. who care? And Mango's completely drunk and Zen does care. <laughs> it's just like, yes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. That's a good, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's um, the yeah. other angle. You could literally just take a, a like, I don't know, Taj versus Silent Specter. You could take a set that was just over in five minutes, and one of the guys got destroyed, and just be like, "Hey, look how fast this guy got destroyed." And this guy's pretty good, but this other guy whoops on him. You know, you could you could definitely take that angle, and you'd you'd fit that you'd fit inside the the five minute constraint really easily mm-hmm. with that
3: with that approach. That's true. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. Uh, good good question, Waffleman. Thank you so much for calling in. Any shout outs for us on your way out today? Uh-
2: Shoutouts to uh, Vortex Reborn. It is a Smash Ultimate and Multiverses, for all the Multiverses fans in chat, um, local in Connecticut. That's where I do my commentary. They're a great group of guys if you're in the area. Um, also, shoutouts to Hall of Gaming in Wallingford, Connecticut. Mm. Uh, so, like, after mm. Shine, Mech just went to our ultimate local there, which was pretty
0: cool. cool. That is <laughs> yeah. cool.
2: And I, was, I just opened stream, and I was like, is that Mech? <laughs> so that was cool um, they do ultimate P plus and melee so check them Sweet. out But other than that um, that's about it thank you guys for doing such great work for the community
3: thank you gamer take care have a great Night one you. waffle man see ya I like to think that guy's is just uh,
0: I like to think the waffle man is just selling waffles on the street he's just the waffle man you know yep I would like to meet him I'd like to I'd like to have him make me a waffle. might be, might be nice. <laughs> Let's
3: see what well, we've the got perfected our, craft is like. Uh, but yeah, yeah, sorry. The perfected craft. Uh, we got our next... Because there's, there's, homemade,
0: there's homemade waffles, but then there's... Oh, the man. man. You know, so right. there's, there's,
3: there's levels to it. <laughs> there, there are two waffles inside you. That's um, right. Uh, anyway, we've got our next caller in here. Uh, Omar, welcome to the program. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer?
4: What's up, guys? I'm calling in from Boston. Uh, My question is, um, let's say that someone came along and coded up a game from scratch with the exact same frame data, stages, all the same mechanics, melee. It feels the exact same way to play. Yeah, I've seen this idea being thrown around. But, you know, it's got completely new art. Captain Falcon is like Captain Buff Guy or whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, DMCA free or whatever. Uh, are we liberated from Nintendo, or have we just lost some of the soul of the game and people just wouldn't switch? What do you guys worry that like wouldn't be quite the same with the game uh, with this?
3: It's a hard question.
1: Sure, and you start. What Me you start. You start. Oh, if you need time, if you need time, I can talk. at stake with the answer to this question. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think. It's a, a question. Lot of the reason that people have played, continue to play melee, is because like they feel that there's a trajectory. Like now you feel melee's gonna be around forever, basically. Mm, right? Good point. Um, what I, I think, uh, if this like game just kind of magically appeared out of the ether, um, that's different from like there's a dev team behind it and they're maybe updating it, doing things in the mm-hmm. future, and there's, like, a plan for it.
0: Get their little hands on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah. like... We'll the, and then know. there's, like, is there any legal thing where Nintendo would uh, would try to get at it, even though it's, like... Ah. You know, you're really, you're really only copying over, like, the guts of the code, and not, you know, like, um, brand assets or whatever. Um, Wow. But, I mean, the spirit of the question is, would we just... Go there to forge our own path.
0: Right. Would we be better off or worse off?
1: Mm. Well, I think some people would be better off, and some people would be worse off. Like, I think I think that might be like in some ways, like it would set a lot of people free. But it might also be harder to like get more people on board because, like, if if melee existed like that from the beginning, would I be playing it? I don't know. Probably not, because like what drew me to melee in the beginning. Is all the Nintendo characters, and
2: yeah.
1: you know, it's like you can make up your own little stories about what's happening in the game because you have like all these relationships with the characters, right? And that's like that's the whole point of stuff like Smash and Multiverses and whatever. Is like you have all the stuff, things I know, all put into a blender, and you can. It's like a, a little sandbox universe you can create for yourself. So like that, you know, a bit of magic would be lost, but I think that. The people who are just like, I want to sit down and play just a good game. Those people, those people will win uh, in that scenario.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do
0: spend a good bit of time thinking about, you know, the growth of the community and the health of the community and so on. And yeah, I mean, I got to say, man, like even paying attention to like other fighting games that are big. You know, the biggest fighting game is Smash Ultimate. <laughs> um, and that's because it's Smash Bros. It's Smash Bros, and it's got that huge casual appeal. Everybody knows Smash Bros. People play it. Um, I think that kind of thing matters a lot. We saw this with multiverses. People are excited to play Super Saiyan Shaggy versus Batman. That's cool to people. Um, and it's cooler than, like, what was one of the, you know... Okay, people like me and we were going to complain about, oh, you know, the... The you've got a the, the, the offense is too strong and defense is too weak in NASB. But what's the actual overwhelming complaint people actually had on Twitter from non-competitive players, not me and PP, it was that there wasn't voice acting. They wanted to hear iconic SpongeBob voice lines. That was the number one complaint people had. The multiverses trailer, they put them on blast for that in their trailer, multiverse. I thought this was a little bit underhanded. I felt bad for the, the team over at Ludosity. but uh, in the multiverses trailer, they made a really big point. They were like, and "Our game has voice acting," and I was like, oh, dude, they're really—they're trying to put up six feet under." But people really do care about that sort of thing, and I think even if I'm a competitive player, even if I'm happy, like that I get to play a really good game with all the frame data and all the—you know—I'm uh, even—I'm I'm even going even to assume the audio fidelity. I'm going to—I'm going to assume that the the tipper sound from the sword character sounds as good. And the knee sound from the buff guy character sounds as good. So even if I had all that, I just still worry that it'd be hard to get new players in the same way. I, I you know, it's it's such a double-edged sword here. It, I think yeah. I think for me, the biggest thing is Smash has widespread casual appeal. And like you said, Sheridan, melee's got a lot of historical respect. People respect the melee name, um, which is I think why, you know, a lot of competitive gamers from other spheres, at least kind of, Watch it, or dabble in it, or whatever, and that would be the thing I'd be the most afraid of losing.
3: Yeah, and i I would like to tip my uh, non-existent hat to you, Sheridan, because uh, your point about your point about this this idea of melee moving along a certain way, and then it's not melee; it's a different thing, and it might have you know similar code, but it's not melee. And there was a trajectory, there was a story, and it looked one way, even if you know the graphics have looked better over time. That that's something I'd never considered with this question before. Um, and that really causes me to think about it very differently. Whereas I think before I thought, oh, well, yeah, there'll be a split and some people won't like it and some people will. And I think maybe it'll depend on, you know, like the mangoes and plups and how much they like it. And I think a lot of people might, you know, go over based on that and what, turn, what TOs, you know, like yourself decide to do and, and and you know, all, how all that plays out. And of course, any legal thing notwithstanding, but yeah, that that uh makes it very tricky, right? Do we make the jump and potentially say, okay, we're we are jumping ship, and this is something that we might not even really be able to reverse right can we can we come out of a second melee dark age? I don't know if I don't know if we 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 handle that one uh as well a second time. It'd be a lot farther to fall for us. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a lot trickier than I, than I imagined. There are a lot more, Mm -hmm. the, 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 the calculation is a lot different for me now on that one. Um, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, do I know if Nintendo even knows what their source code for Melee is? Do I think they know where that is? Or if they could, they could try and run that? I'd be surprised. I think that's part of why uh people bring up this idea so I I I might I mean I'm not a lawyer obviously I don't I don't know what they do over Nintendo anyway oh, yeah. uh especially with a lot of their decisions but uh I, you know so I don't know what they would try to do there um but I you know it, to me it always kind of seemed like it made sense anyway they'd probably leave it alone if we actually did that which could be nice that could open us up for a whole lot of stuff so high risk maybe high reward maybe we can get more sponsors and and everything like that and i'm sure you could
1: speak much more
3: to how all of that plays out sheridan um yeah and you know maybe
1: if you if you have like the right designers um maybe the 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 characters and graphics that you create becomes their own new story you know like Mm, people can work their magic but um Mm. you know as, as like a kind of a STEM lord guy, I always like to think, oh, what matters to me is just the mechanics. I don't need the graphics or whatever. I just want to have fun with the mechanics. But you know, the more I play games, like the more you realize how important that is to you. Because like there's plenty of games that I've played or thought about playing where I'm like, oh this this game has an amazing idea and just I love all these mechanics. But then I look at the graphics and there's just like everywhere and I'm just like Zero chance I'm playing this. I don't care if this is the greatest city builder plus factorio that's ever been uh that's ever been devised. I'm not gonna play it so yeah yeah I mean there's depending on like how beautiful and uh interesting and fun like the uh the reskin is could go i think that could make a big difference
0: that's a really good point yeah it like it it could be better in theory it could be better in yeah. theory um. You never know. You never know. And and you know, uh I, I don't know who would um who would rise to that occasion, but that would be that would be really interesting. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that I don't know, yeah, there's there's great video games coming all the time. There's there's there it is possible for someone to just I think it's tough because as melee players, I think melee players feel somewhat burned in the past, because like there have been platform fighter promises that have kind of Mm -hmm. tried to do this sort of thing. And those have kind of failed in the past. Right. Um, mind you in a way that I think a lot of the newer platform fighters that I'm seeing, seeing trailers for all the time, uh, games, like frame makers, games, like rush on revolt games, like, um, freaking rivals of ether two. Uh, I saw like 10, 10 seconds of footage from that game. And I was like, wait, this looks really good. Yeah, Like there's like tech chasing and like, there's like, there's like real options and like it looks visually good and the sound of the explosion sounded good. And I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of exciting. So maybe things change uh, in the future. And I think for melee players, you know, they, we're always a little bit boomery. We err on the side of being boomers when it comes to this sort of thing, but I, I don't know. sky's the limit. Anything can happen. Do you have a take Omar?
4: Yeah, I got a take. Uh, I think it will take a miracle to get it right. And I don't think it's feasible. Also, people would not switch. There's something so mystical about melee being a smash game from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't work. But I want to know That's what true. you guys thought.
0: Twenty year I, I'm mostly with you. I'm like ninety five percent with you. I think it'd be really tough to make it, it work. I think it would shit. take it. It could be, but it's like such a sliver of a hope, you know? You
3: yeah. know, I, I think there I think there's just something really <laughs> beautiful about melee and- men.
0: I gotta, I dude, I hate to do. Listen, I I have done I've done my fair share of the the PM the PM guys out there don't hurt me for this. You guys know I love you. I went to PM theater. I commentated the top eight. It was fucking awesome. I love that game. I think it's super dope. Junebug's the coolest person on the planet. Um, but when we were at the after party for PM theater, uh, you know, because top three was there were two Donkey Kongs and there was some ice climbers and. And they asked me, you know, hey, what'd you think of the event? What'd you think of the top four, you know, or commentating in the top eight? And, 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 and I was like, well, it was really cool. And the gameplay was really, you know, fun to watch. Except you guys have too many fucking big bodies. I don't know how else to put it to you. There's too much fucking Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. It's just how I feel. There's too much Donkey Kong and there's too much Ice Climbers. I, I get it. I get it. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, you know. Even that, like, you know, people are like, is the perfect Smash game. I'm like, well, Donkey Kong's too good. <laughs> don't, don't hurt me. Donkey Kong's too good. I'm sorry. Uh, so it's hard to get even those sorts of things right. Like, Sharon, like you said, if people tweak around even with the balance a little bit, sometimes you end up in this world where
3: Donkey Kong is a little bit too good, and it's, like, kind of weird. Um... Looking forward to a PM person calling in uh, next week. <laughs> no, I think a lot of PM people would like agree with me. <laughs> I think a lot of PM people would be like, yeah, fuck Donkey Kong.
0: I actually think a lot of them would be on my side on this one. Um, and by the way, I love Thunder's Rain. One of my favorite. I think he's a hilarious dude. And this is not about Thunders. It's just Donkey Kong in general. Anyways, whatever. Point of, The point is, even when you think there's so little that can go wrong, you know, like, you know, Melee is a very magical accident. You know, there's parallel universes where one little tiny thing was different and it didn't take off the way it did. So anyway, yeah,
3: for sure. Uh, Thank you so much, Omar. Fun question, fun to think about. Uh, Really just important for the health and future of the game to discuss these things. So thanks for bringing it up. And any shout outs for us on your way out today?
4: Yeah, thanks for uh, for your thoughtful answers, y'all. And uh, huge shout outs to Anus Baboost.
2: A new spaboose. All right. Sure. See
4: you guys. Take care, of Shout week. outs
3: indeed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hugest of shout outs for that. Well individual. said.
3: Well said on that I like
0: that guy. Did you guys think he sounded kinda like Robin? With his voice which is weird, his vault vo- is Boston, <laughs> but
1: I uh, kinda had that sense for some reason. I can kinda hear it now.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, we've got time for at least one more caller. And it looks like it's going to be Big Orange
3: Fish. Big Orange Fish, welcome to the show. Hello. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer?
1: Hi, I'm calling in from Pittsburgh. Very nice. Uh, so my
3: question was, uh, with so many people getting into Melee now, uh, 20 years into its lifespan, what are your favorite uh, players, rivalries, moments, or events that might have been lost to
4: time in the game's uh, history that your players might not know about? It's oh, so man. perfect
0: that you're from Pittsburgh. It's so perfect that you're from Pittsburgh and you're asking this question. My immediate answer is going to be, and this is exactly why I felt compelled to make a YouTube video series on the topic, the saga of Borp. I, I worry that <laughs> Slippy Kids don't know about Borp and that whole thing. Um, so I did. You guys can feel free. Anyone watching can feel free to go check my YouTube. I made two YouTube videos on it. Uh, we, had, we had me versus Borp and my favorite Borp set of all time, Spark versus Borp. <laughs> which was what I call the net two, the net one, two, three, four of Chris Best of chic dittos. Uh, speaking of which, net one, two, three, four versus Chris Best is in this conversation somewhere. Oh, this is such yes. a good question. There's so many. Yeah, you guys go. You guys go. Sharon, you probably got some, because I moved oh, to NorCal yeah. in 2013, yeah. but you were there for a lot of the good ones before I got there. Me and were just watching on the Waffle 77, so.
1: Okay, so there's a certain kind of melee set that has just been lost to time. That just is, doesn't really happen anymore. It doesn't get um, doesn't get the kind of airtime. Yeah, and that is um, Jay Coon versus the Greater Leon.
0: Oh. <laughs> Great set. That which is, is, which? Which Chris Best versus net One Two Three Four is okay. just the evolution of. It's just yeah. the evolution
1: of that. Right. Can um, you describe
0: that set for the people?
1: Yes. Well, you know, back in the day, we we did all our communication on smashboards. Uh, And, you know, it so happened that you might just have beef with somebody on Smashboards. Maybe you don't like the way they post. You hate their stupid avatar. Um, They always uh, are just talking Johns after the tournament. And um, that's what happened in SoCal in 2008, maybe? Nine? Um, Yeah. Coon and The Greater Leon. Nine. Two legendary... Smashboard shit posters were just like, I had enough of you. We're going to settle this. And, you know, these are like perennial one and two, two and two players. And when we did this, I think this was at the first Pat's house. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. The entire venue is watching this set. And cheering.
0: I have a fun anecdote about that statement, Sheridan but I will let you finish your story first.
1: Yeah. And um, man, so it's a Marth ditto, right? And Marth noobs are just, they're interesting because you can try to, you can kind of see what's going on in their brains. You can see those little uh, couple of gears starting to turn with every just spammed forward smash and like, you know, random up air that was clearly supposed to be an up tilt. You know exactly what's happening. You know that they know what they are trying to do and they just can't do it. And you're just feeling their struggle um, throughout the whole thing. And And you
3: also know that the louder you cheer, the more it will happen. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) which is awesome. Yes. And their DI is not good. And, like, dude, the combination of bad DI and bad reactions in neutral means tippers kill at 20. And it's great. People get tippered and they die. There's no recovery necessary. They just die off the wall. It's (laughs) insane. And it keeps happening. Because this was before. You guys have to understand. You guys have to understand that modern Marth, it's, modern Marth players are, have, have similar problems. I think modern Marth players are also a little bit too telegraphed in what they're looking for. But they've watched enough years of <laughs> Zan footage and before that Mewtwo king footage that they kind of know they're supposed to be dash dancing and looking for a grab because then you can do your combo. And, they're, you know, they're not so. But that was not the case in 20, 2009. In 2009, especially when there was $100 on the line, you just forward smashed. That's all you did. Like there was none of the pretense, you know, there was none of this, like I'm trying to be someone I'm not searching for my grab dash dancing. It was just, it was such honest gameplay in that sense. I want to hit you with a move. What move do I want to hit you with? My biggest move, the forward smash. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Boy, were there a lot of forward smashes. So you
1: said you had something to tell about, About
0: the crowd. Uh Yeah, Um, you mentioned that everyone in the venue was watching. So (laughs) I watched game roughly one, and I was standing on that balcony, because you remember it was like a weird two-story venue, and I was standing next to Forward, uh, Sean Forward B, and Forward (laughs) was not impressed. (laughs) Forward Forward did not know what the fuck was going on, and he was like, who are these shitty Marths? And I think Forward turned to me like midway through game one, and he goes you want to play some friendlies? And I was like, I was like, dude, it's fucking forward. And forward is my fucking hero. Cause I played Falco back then. And I was like, yeah, I want to play some friendlies. So I just played friendlies with forward for like 30 minutes instead of watching the set, which for me was very worth it because I was a huge forward fan back then. And I will take that. I will take that <laughs> over anything. So I don't think I made the wrong answer, but I did not. I had to watch the set later on YouTube. I did. I confess. I was in the other room.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, you certainly heard a lot of it. So you, got, oh, you yeah. got part of the experience for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think there was something very poetic about the ridiculous look on forward's face and him going like, <laughs> do you want to just play some friendlies? And I was like, sure. <laughs> like, I thought that moment was really funny because <laughs> he was like, not impressed. Yeah. Just like, these guys suck. <laughs> which was hysterical. So I still think I got something out of it, yeah. I do. Were there any moments like this in uh in your neck of the woods PP like in North Carolina or cuz um, I never get to hear about like I don't know that much about like loser and freaking like dude, you know what's
3: crazy? Like uh it was you were we were talking about Prometheus before uh stream started. He's from North Carolina and oh. Smash Daddy is from North Carolina. If you want to hear about a North Carolina player, you wait for them to move out. It is the saddest thing of all time. I, I think I might be the only exception to that rule. And then they suddenly get like good, and it's like, what? Yeah, and you're like, well, gee, I wonder how that happened. What
0: the what the fuck are you? <laughs> so
3: I wonder what they were doing before. And they were, and they were always getting like they were always like you know upper part of North Carolina before. But I'm always like, man, no one ever knows. Did Smash Daddy go to any of the tournaments that like you went yeah. to? Not that I went to, no okay Uh, i was after um but but, like
0: you were still good you were just you just weren't going to your locals at this point
3: yeah i just wasn't going um no kidding but but for for something that we that that we had uh like in terms of a set like this we would do this for fun there would be no money on the line we would just go and start yelling stack it up and getting hype for two people playing in pools just to watch them play bad and because (laughs) it was fun to get hype with the boys and yeah. that was, like, one of our favorite. Yeah. We did that for, like, two years, and we had a great time every time. We liked doing that more than... we Honestly, we did it for money matches when Lawler would money match people out of state because it was fun. Uh, he would always do something crazy. But we liked it more when it was people in pools because we got the Jay Coon Greater Leon effect every time. We had so much greater impact. So that was... <laughs> we had so much of those without money. Um, with money, you know, it happened less, so that was less fun, but still fun. Um... Yeah, any players, I don't know, like I there are other people of course I I can uh shout out. I think not as many people know about Money Mike now. Um he was someone that played for like quite a while, started not too long after me. Uh good Falcon player. Put out a few combo videos that inspired various Falcons. I know none like I think those are Mike good. Life. I
0: think those are good combo videos, yeah.
3: yeah. I do. And I have none. pretty high standards these days for Falcon combo videos. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, and Money Mike and I talked about the game for, you know, a couple years and everything, too, so that was a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, I mean, Sheridan talking about a certain type of set, I mean, really, I mean, what I miss most, and, you know, if you have delicate ears, I may not recommend this, but, man, the old old matches on the Waffle77, the channel that's been brought up, I mean, it really saved Melee, it really created so much narrative. I mean, Brandon was like a one man army for melee. He recorded, he commentated, he uploaded, and he competed well. I mm-hmm. mean, he was doing everything, putting the scene on his back. But but him and Phil getting hype and just seventy percent of the forty five dollars or you know, whatever other thing they were coming up with that day. Yeah. I mean, it was it was so it was so awesome to listen to. Their energy was great. They were hilarious. I I that the vibes like that are unbeatable. Unparalleled yes. for oh, me, yeah. so I that 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 time period will always hold a beautiful, special place. And now
0: they were a big reason, first of all, that I got into commentary because I, I I really admired their ability to make you feel like you were in the venue with them, even though you're yeah. watching from home from a different state. And 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 also, you know, they're a big reason, big part of the reason I wanted to move to NorCal after I graduated. So a big part of the reason I live where I live wow. right now. Um, and it's cool because. Yeah, I think you're, you're, I think you're totally right. Um, it just like in terms of things like, yeah, type of set that, that can't happen anymore. Like, I feel <laughs> like there's like that, I don't know, man. I'm even thinking of like, like, I wonder what it's like these days. Cause I remember back in the day, man, you know, like we would do shit like fucking man when Iceman was first getting good. I remember we'd be at our smash fest on Friday. Like he'd, he'd be over at the house. Cause we'd be having our smash with us, everybody over on on Friday and we would do shit like I'd be like, Ice Man, I can force stock you on command, and he'd be like, You can't force stock me on command. I'd be like, I will bet you five bucks right now that I play you in two friendlies and I force stock you in at least one of them. I force stock him on the first game, <laughs> and you know, and it's just like, like I don't know if there's that you know, you could call it hazing, but like you know, we used <laughs> to haze people. Mm-hmm. We used to, we used to haze people, you know, and, and it, was,
3: it, was, it was, oh uh, yeah, you're really selling them on it now, so <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: listen, I'm just saying times were different back then. Okay. I'm just saying times were different and I, I don't know. I, I think I, like even I, cause you, you made you reminded me of it with the waffle 77 thing. We're like, you know, I remember it was funny. There was like, I would watch the commentary on like these sets with, like, Silent Specter versus Shroom, and they'd be like, man, Dewan's whack. Like, Dewan, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Dewan can't even j-grab. Dewan can't even blah, blah, blah. And, oh, and you uh, know, yeah. and, of course, Dewan, you know, is one of the greatest players of all time. So I think, especially in the lens of retrospect, it's it's Yeah, imagine someone tries funny. that today at a regional. That goes well. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And, you know, yeah, I, I just don't think that kind of thing can happen anymore. Right. But... I don't know. I mean, you know, I think that if it's done with the right energy and I think in Dewan's case it was cuz I, yeah. like I feel like I feel like Dewan is the perfect sort of person to take that kind of thing on the chin and be like, "Man, fuck you guys. I'll be back <laughs> next week. I'm coming <laughs> for you guys next." You know, like so yeah. there's there's I think the whole thing with it is there needs to be a level of understanding on both sides and I think that back right. then um, we were tight knit enough that we can right. make it happen, and we've gotten yeah. bigger as a community, so it's just harder to make that kind of thing happen. But boy, when you were a part of that back in the day, it was it was very cool, and and yes. I do I do miss it. I do miss it. So this is what it is. One hundred percent. Man, any other moments, rivalries, things like that. There's so many. There really are so many. Man, I'm going to think of one more rivalry before we before we put this question to bed because there's there's so much.
1: I mean. As a teams fan, I got to bring up, you know, Ken and Isaiah's doubles run. Oh, mm.
0: um, that was, is also lost to time.
1: Yeah, which was uh, finally brought to an end by Taj and Forward. Yep. At, uh, champ combo 2007, I think. Yeah, um, I
3: mean, yeah. Ken was untouchable. He was basically not beatable in singles, but the, Ken and Isaiah were basically beyond untouchable in teams for years. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was brutal. Like, so... Uh, you know, I always, I always feel a little bad. I know that, you know, I don't, I don't even bring it up when people talk about goat teams or whatever. Now I know it's not worth it, but I, you know, I think every time someone talks about them, I bring them up. So yeah, absolutely
1: for sure on that one. They Sharon.
3: were
0: nuts. Yeah.
1: And you know, really, I think the, the, uh, the Pew fat versus, um, you know, team UGS or left like, oh. that era ice, like really overall surpasses like the, the Ken and Isaiah run, but like yeah, man, I just miss um, I just miss people really caring about teams.
0: Yeah, it was cool. to see I great teams. shudder to think of the day that PewFat is, and the the legacy of PewFat and Team UGS are are lost to time. I I, I hate that that it might has happen. to have already begun. All right, Sheridan, we got to do something. We got to do something. We got to do few <laughs> season two. We just gotta. I don't know what it's gonna take. We got to do something. We got to stop you know, with this doubles on Friday night since Blur was right.
1: I've always wanted to do an all doubles event. But the challenge is finding enough things to do like for your money for that event. Because like yeah. a doubles event, just by its nature, it takes half as long as a singles event, basically, for the same number of people. You can't build a two-day hype all the way through event just with like a singles doubles bracket. There's gotta be more to do. And there's so many cool things you can do with just messing with doubles that I, I have yet to be tried. Um yeah, I I think there's I think there's a there's a way to do a really great double. We gotta do something. That.
0: We gotta do something. Triple's yeah. mm-hmm. bracket.
1: Well, you know, we we actually did doubles finals um at Genesis on Saturday, like G three and G four, but it's just It's just it's just a tough schedule. You got to go back and forth between singles and doubles. Then you got top sixty four, like just right after it. It's tough. Yeah,
0: it's tough tough for the players. It's tough for at least some players who like to Mm -hmm. have that
1: separation.
0: Yeah. Um. It's interesting because it's interesting because. I have started to make this argument recently that I think at least from the scheduling slash spectator standpoint, I think we can definitely get away with, I think this is something people forget. People say we put doubles on Friday because, well, the viewership's already less. People like watching doubles less. And I, I, I have started raising the counterpoint to people. And I would like to see what you guys think of this. I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but I tell people, listen, for every time you thought yourself gee whiz, doubles sure is hard to watch and I don't know what's going on. You were probably watching low-level doubles. You were probably watching pools or you were probably watching earlier in the bracket. And then when you go, and then you probably equivalently say say to yourself things like, ah, but PewFat watching those guys is dope. Watching Armada and Android, that's dope. People like watching doubles top eight in general. Doubles top eight, top four, usually a good time. The team combos are flowing. There's more sense to what's going on on the screen the cohesion is just better between the players. It feels more like a unified team versus a unified team than than earlier in the bracket. So I do think there's a world where at least from a spectator standpoint, it would make sense actually to put doubles later in the event when more eyeballs would potentially be on it. But I do agree that there needs to be some kind of way to get at least some top players on board. The funny thing is, the same types of top players who will say things like, you know, it's really hard to plan your competitive schedule around singles and doubles being close to each other. You, you hear these same sorts of people sometimes ridiculing, having all of doubles run on, on Friday. So sometimes I wonder that there is no real right answer that, that really from a scheduling perspective that just gets everybody on the same page, but you know, right.
1: yeah. Well, one thing about that's having nice. it all on Friday is that like you get to end with something spectacular.
0: Punchy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's that's not true. just like,
1: Oh, uh, this is the last Set around two singles for the day and then we just go home. Like mm-hmm. end with That's something point. That, that it's Matters. a natural culmination of something. And Yeah, it's yeah. kind of sucks that it's all on one day, but um I don't know what else are you gonna do. What else fills that final um gotta be an answer, man? There's gotta be an answer. There's be an Friday.
0: Answer. There's gotta be an answer. What was the whole fuse thing? I thought fuse was dope. What about that? That was a little different, I guess, because it was like a circuit.
1: Well, and also we had like a, it was really to fill in the void left by uh, Melee being on Saturday at Evo. And we had a finals Fuse event at the Smash GG Vegas house on Sunday. So like, that, it, it was to fill in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. And yeah. I'm surprised how much buy-in it got from from the top players. Um, yeah, I would love to do something like that again, but it's just a matter of like, you got to have a finals event.
0: So it's got to make sense.
1: It's got to make sense. And Smash UG gave us five thousand dollars for the pot for it. So like, mm. we had um, we had just like things just fell into place that that made it work out.
3: Yeah, scheduling has also got to be a lot harder now. So many events, so many big events. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as we sit and marinate on doubles i think we've spent quite a bit of time on the question uh, yeah so a great discussion yeah. all around we can always we can always have it as we transition uh, between callers if there's another thought but i will say big orange fish thank you so much for calling in do you yeah, have any shout outs for us on your way out today Uh, Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I want to shout out Pittsburgh Melee and all the people who organize and play in Man on a Ledge every week. Uh, Mole. Yeah, Mole's a great time. Fridays.
0: As long as PGH Carroll doesn't get lost to time, I'm happy.
1: Yeah, that'd be sad. Fair
3: (laughs) enough, fair enough. Thank you so much for calling in, in, Gamer. i
1: protect him at all costs. Yeah, have a good night, guys.
3: Take care. Have a good night.
0: Uh, like, oh go ahead no I was just going to say I just wanted to respond to I'm mostly doing this because of the username I just want to respond to hashtag 420 YOLO Swack Monster uh, in my chat asking how do you call and ask a question well you can come back next Tuesday mm. at 3 p.m. Pacific 6 p.m. Eastern and use Excellent Smart Radio in our chat my chat or PP's chat you can come in and ask us any question you want um, but yeah we, we do I think have our last caller coming in for the day Yep. Uh, thank you for asking, hashtag 420YOLOSwackMonster. I hope to see you next Tuesday. We're
3: going to see you next week, for sure. Dreadful for sure. Rel, thank you for calling in. Where are you calling in from, Gamer? What's your question for us? I'm calling in from Los Angeles, although I don't play a lot of Melee here. Uh, but I love the show. Thanks for having me. The uh, mm-hmm. question is um, about kind of the longevity of the gods of Melee. It made it really easy to follow storylines, develop rivalries, and kind of grow together as a fan base. So, wondering if you consider having many newer Mm -hmm. players at the top level, kind of a double-edged sword for the community. Um, Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, so, what I've kind of noticed is people seem generally more excited if they're already in. I guess maybe for people that aren't following as closely, it could be more confusing. But I think if you are following a little more closely, or at least for the majors and everything like that, it seems more exciting to have more top players based on what I see, the way I see people talking about it. And I think part of it, you know, I think we're still trying to figure out how we want to describe all of this narratively, like not just, oh, things are crazy right now, but how do we weave storylines for players and name them in a way that worked really well? Um... You know, compared to like Ken in the past or Mango in the past when they were just dominating or the gods or whatever. And then, you know, how do we how do we figure that out? And I think, you know, I don't think anyone's hit upon the right solution yet. But uh, you know, I think that's going to help a lot as we can try and figure that out and 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 push that. But in the meantime, it, there is at least some benefit for for more uh, higher level players. And I think for a lot of people that want to get into the game, it could be exciting too because they can say, okay, well. There's, you know, there's a lot more of these people doing this right now, and maybe more than ever, or at least for a long time. And so that's got to be really good. Maybe I could do it too, right? So that's got to be pretty good for keeping the scene healthy and and motivated and, and interested in watching the average event. But yeah, for establishing storylines i do agree it is confusing and i i think two weeks after tournament i don't remember what happened i barely remember what happened to shine it's so confusing there are so many tournaments it all blends together in my brain so totally fair point on that point uh i just can't remember it all this stuff anymore and yeah maybe there's some way to help with that and that would be fantastic
1: good point yeah i think You can try to, I mean, I I think it's, it's great for people who already know what the era of the five gods is. And now that like we've moved past this and it's, it's very exciting to see like what direction things are going to take. But as far as like somebody who doesn't know, already know the storylines, how do you tell them the era of the five gods is over now is the era of whatever. It's like, I know it's like the opening lines to like an RPG or something that's giving (laughs) you the the setting. Um, Got it. Yeah. I mean, a a catchy name, I guess, would be great. Uh, I'm trying to think of like historical examples of this. Um, I think like when Alexander the Great died, like basically all of his generals and were just kind of competing for for what was left over. Um, But that's not really like five guys. That was one guy or one really strong guy. Um, right, we don't really have a situation where there was like five stable entities, and then something else happened.
3: Yeah, it would be like a, a complex alliance dissolving or 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 expanding or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know.
1: probably probably stretching it a little bit. Like <laughs> yeah, a, a historical um, thing there. I think somebody somebody eventually on commentary is just gonna. Randomly think of a snappy name, and then it's just, just going to stick.
3: No pressure, Tove. <laughs> yeah. Usually, Scar uh,
0: is the person that uh, we usually entrust with these sorts of things. So,
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, hopefully. Um... Okay, but, you know, in all seriousness, I-, I think we're in a pretty good spot. And the reason I say that is I think that we've got enough of the old garden to give people something to latch onto. There's Mango, there's Hungry Box.
2: Yeah.
0: There's people who are kind of in the middle that I think... People are familiar enough with at this point. Leffen certainly has the notoriety to rival any of the five gods, if not exceed, you know, uh, at this point. I think Leffen is is, is, is very much, uh, you know, a familiar face for people. Um, even Plup, right? You know, I think Plup, f- you know, surging in popularity after winning that Genesis. AMSA, same way. And, you know, I got to say, at the end of the day, uh, I had not heard a crowd cheer for somebody the way the crowd at Genesis 8. What was the most recent one? Was it eight? It was eight. Uh, I can't do numbers for tournaments. That's my weakness. Um, I've never heard a crowd cheer. The way that crowd cheered for JMOK, it was, they were super loud. Even against, even compared to other people who would normally be crowd favorites. Like even, you know, I've been to tournaments for 10 years and I've never heard anybody get applause to rival Mango. I've just never seen that. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. In all of the years I've been to tournaments, Mango has always been the guy that people get the loudest for. Until Jmook at Genesis 8. Mook got more applied, and even Nunn versus Jmook that happened in top eight. Nunn, obviously, you know, a crowd favorite kind of player, somebody who I think people get really excited for, especially when he makes it into top eight, because then it's like, oh, you know, like when Nunn's playing good, it's like, oh shit, this is, this is awesome. You know, he's in top eight. And you know whoever the, whoever was doing the hosting, Sheridan, who's doing who's doing the hosting? I, I want to give them a nod. I, I don't want to just be oh, what's that Stude uh, maybe? Stude yeah, Studebaker. And Stude goes, you know, let's hear it for none. And you know the the crowd like, yeah, you know, people like none. And then it's like, and his opponent j Mook, and 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 the crowd went fucking crazy. I mean, they went they they're losing their fucking minds. It was it was it was it was deafening. It was deafening, and it was like, and I was like, oh my god. Like none just got out fan did did buy a sheet player, which is crazy, you know that shouldn't happen, but it did, and you know that kind of that makes me think that like you know having some fresh faces uh injected into the top level is actually pretty good when it happens. Uh, in the right way. And I think j is is isn't an, is an, is an example of that. You know, the guy's stylish, the guy's fun to watch. I think, yeah, people latch on to names that they know, but I think people, even relative casuals, I think people can latch on to cool play styles. I think people can figure that out, you know? And uh, I think people figure that out for j and And so uh, it's not so bad.
1: I think also, like, people like the five gods is like it's we all kind of expected it eventually like it has to end sometime we just didn't know how it was going to happen and i think right. like that was like kind of the unspoken thing behind the era of the five gods is okay when is when is this going to be over when are the when are the new people going to come in and disrupt what we have right now and what's going to come out of that right. right we're we're in that time where um, that we all wondered what was going to happen. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. very exciting to to see it all play out.
0: And, and I really want to reiterate that I think, dude, I think majors are so fucking cool right now because, like, we have never had a time in Melee where four of the top, when I say top players, I basically mean people who can win a major. So in the Five Gods era, it was the Five Gods, and now I think it's basically, I, I think there's nine people to me that, feel like they are really fucking good. To me, it's Mango, Zayn, Hungrybox, IBW. I know these people aren't all exactly on the same level, but like Leffen, Plup, Amsa, uh, Wizzy, and JMook. To me, like those are the nine people where they feel like shoe-ins for Top 8. Like those people, you always expect them to see them in Top 8. To me. Now, we, first of all, we've never had nine people Ever in melee history. We've never, to me, we've never had nine people where it felt like they should make top eight. So that's new and that's weird. So there's always, you know, that's, that's always going to be the case. Um, but you know, it, it, it feels for the first time to me, like you can have a significant portion of the top, the absolute top players skip a tournament and it still feels like a super major. We've never had that. And I think that's a really, really, really good place for the, for, the, for the competitive community to be in. And you're seeing it, you know, I got to say, even in terms of like viewer numbers, when you compare like Melee to Alt, you know, like I was looking at, you know, Riptide, Melee was on BTS Smash 2, but it was kind of kind of smushing Alt in, in viewership because, you know, there, was, there were enough of the top players there that people felt like it was a really important tournament, which was awesome, you know, and we never used to really have that.
1: It would be a struggle to fill out the featuring this, this, and this person, et cetera.
0: Oh God. Yeah. You'd yeah. run out of tech. The text field would get to, yeah. Yeah. You'd hit the limit. Yeah. It's nuts. So I think it's mostly a good thing. I know what you mean by double-edged sword. I think it used to be that way more than it is now. If that makes sense, yeah. and I think it's and I think it's really cool that there are enough of the old heads because you got people. I mean, you got to shout them out. You got people like Hungry Box and Mango that give people something to latch onto. People who've been out of the game for a while. People who you know haven't really. They're like, oh, these guys are still hella good. Oh, who are these guys though? And you know, and Hungry Box is doing his content thing, and that's kind of expanding his fan base and his and his uh, appeal. And 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 I think all of those are
1: just positives. So we're in a good spot right now. Yeah, because I mean, the Five Gods era could have just ended with them being like. I'm done. Yeah. Somebody, you know, somebody else has to be number one. Um, But it ended with people coming up and beating them and getting to their level and establishing establishing themselves as um, you know, the new threats and the new number ones. That's like the best possible way that we could have made that transition.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And who knows, man, maybe, maybe one day we get PP back on the sticks.
3: Yes, sir. (laughs) then we'll then we'll then we'll see whatever it is then right that's but, right uh, but until, until then
0: I- you guys know where to find pp
3: right here on radio melee baby
0: tuesdays 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m east coast time <laughs>
3: <laughs> love that love that Woo! thank you Joe. yes sir um but hey thank you so much dreadful Ralph, for calling and i think cool question and and again a lot of thought-provoking ones that are that are good to pass around today uh any shout outs for us on your way out today uh, yeah, I'll shout out uh, my friend Pond and my friend whose tag is uh, WTFA54, who are both uh, always down to play. Uh, and maybe an older school shout out to uh, Sastafer, who's uh, still doing oh, great yeah. and uh, playing some Street Fighter Turbo 2 sometimes after work.
0: Oh, so, uh, very nice. Wow. Yeah. You work with your co-workers with Sassifer? Uh A few years ago, yeah. I see.
3: Cool. Yeah. Very Cool. Well, good luck to him. And uh, thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care. Very all nice. All right. Did not well, expecting
0: to get us asked for a shout out.
3: That Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the last people on the list, but I guess it makes sense. Sheridan really, really uh, brings him out. Love that.
0: Brings <laughs> <I laughs> out the old heads.
3: Yes, sir. Well, all only right. one thing left to do. I think that's mm-hmm. all the callers for the day. Yep. But Sheridan, I think
0: we alluded to this earlier. It's time for you to pose a question to the greater community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the greatest community, in fact, the Golden Guardians Melee YouTube subscribers. And yes. if you're not subscribed, you might consider clicking the subscribe button and ringing the bell. I don't know what the bell does, but you should ring it.
1: Yeah, find I out. Think it sends you a, it makes your, it makes the thing make a noise when the thing goes up.
0: That sounds yeah, horrible. So. I wouldn't do that, but you yeah. should do it.
1: <laughs> right, okay, so we're asking the community. Um, right. It can be a serious
3: question, funny question. Who would Elijah Wood main? What's, what's, what's your favorite tournament series? Do you want to shout out a player? like, you know, it can be, be whatever.
0: When we had Brandon on Brandon posed the question who would win between LeBron James and Steph Curry and melee and who would they, and which characters would they pick?
3: Wow. Yeah. And some so people really went crazy go. with their answers. So really don't feel don't feel the need to be constrained by what we've heard today. If you want to go off the rails, feel free. You know, whatever whatever you think the YouTube comments need to answer that only you can ask.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, I've been working on Genesis today mostly, so I've still kind of got my Genesis hat on, but I don't want to make it about Genesis. I just want to know what's something that has never been done at a major. Like in terms of the in-person mm. experience,
3: something that oh.
1: you've always wanted to have happen.
3: Yeah. Dude, I really want to hear the answer to this question. That is a great question. We're going to get at least one really good idea out of this. Yeah. I mean, I think I see something right, I've, I I've really I liked. I've loved to see T.O.s ask this type of question more because it shows that everyone's still trying to evolve that. Like I forget which TO I was seeing talk about it on Twitter like a few months ago and all there were so many cool responses and ideas and I'm I'm excited to see more of that.
0: Even, you know, even we had Robin, we were filming some content, which you guys can check out probably in a couple days, probably Friday, if not whatever, in a couple days, Joggle Guy was on filming some content. Joggle Guy was saying he felt more confident about this upcoming big house than he's ever felt about a big house. He was like, this one's gonna be crazy. Like I've got I've got more confidence coming into this particular iteration of my super major than anyone I've done in the past. So it's cool for me. Yeah. It is cool to see uh super major TOs think about this sort of thing and con- continually try to elevate their game the way, the way players do.
1: Yeah. You know? So I got something. It's not, it's not a uh, set in stone yet, but something I want to tease and see if mm. This is something that people would want. Mm. How about a karaoke machine in the venue?
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Won't that be
1: loud? Well, we'll yeah, put it by the idea. other loud stuff. Put it yeah. by the arcade where all the noise is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's that's
3: yeah. cool. That sounds fun. I love that
1: idea. I would use it. Now, I've never done karaoke in my life. so somebody Oh,
0: no! Wait, are you I, coming to Raquel next? No, I do not sing. I, I, I don't the think. Question. Just answer the no. question. No. Well, uh, well, I'm not asking for that reason. I'm just asking if you're ever coming
1: down to the Bay Area for unrelated yeah, reasons anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, when? Um, I will be down in the middle of October. I will message you. Um, I'm going to uh, Falcomist's wedding. Oh.
0: Wow. Yeah. When, uh, so you're going to be here in the middle of the week?
1: Uh, well, I also have to I go will- to Sacramento for a work meeting, but I will be... Perfect. in the bay for at least one all right, that's all i needed to hear that's all i needed I, to hear i really need a pro to show me what what things am i might not think i can't just put a stage and a microphone and a machine there so it's got to be it's got to be more complicated than that so i got i need i need the pros to help me figure out how to set it up right
0: we'll put something together we'll put something together
1: yeah but aside from that please do not steal my idea other events that are happening before genesis but Please. Something that has never happened at a major that you wish has happened, like what what are you looking for? What's never been done that we need to do?
0: I love that.
3: Hope did you really say that you had an answer? I
0: literally? was gonna say laser tag tournament. Don't take me seriously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was thinking
0: like literally has happening like you got the guys playing laser tag and then you know because because there's crts and stuff i mean someone's gonna get hurt so it's a liability issue oh i assume it like a, a different code. area or no like- no same area
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's insane
4: Same area
0: yeah yeah that's yeah, my I idea i, mean, I don't know how legal, you would do that it's probably yeah. literally not legal is the first problem fire it probably literally stuff, right? violates building yeah. fire codes Um, so that's the first issue. And then there's other issues on top of that, such as the tweet Leffen would make. Um, (laughs) yeah, uh, but okay. If you could get through all these issues, I think it's a cool idea.
3: Right. I'm imagining the, uh, meme of the, the person like bending over to dodge all the laser beams right now feels very appropriate. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have. Like a super good answer because I just have always just liked being at tournaments and not felt like I needed anything extra because it's just nice to see everyone and play melee and stuff mm-hmm. and watch it. Uh, so I never felt like I needed more. But I think for a lot of people, you know, especially people that are on slippy, there does need to be more. And and you know, figuring out what what the draw is, I think is cool. I mean, Smash Con having cosplay contests and combo contests and stuff, I think is really cool, right? It's like a convention and everything. So I, I like that that sort of thing happens and. It'd be kind of cool to see us get more of a niche in that way. So really fun question. And I'm... Wait, I had a a cool idea that's also maybe not feasible.
0: But just imagine, imagine if there was a... How the fuck would you even do this? Imagine there was like a literal local internet network, like a LAN area where you could play unranked against other people in the same building. So there's like, imagine like, 10 Wait. or 20 setups, and they're literally slippy unranked setups, but you could just hop on and like, play someone else that's somewhere there and you don't know who it is. It's random. So you, So you it need, you need it. would go, to you would pay the this. venue yes. fee and go to the yes. tournament so
3: you could just get on unranked anyway. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> but play people in the building. Me and Cactuar used to do this. We used to be roommates, and then we would just play net play against each other. Because it's different. Somehow it, somehow it's different. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. also let us know in your comment if you want to go and play unranked at a major. They're <laughs> curious but with about other people in. in the same building. Yes, in the same with the same people, Trust right. Me, it's
0: crazy enough to worry.
3: Well, if someone's toxic to you there, you know you can run around screaming for them and they will hear it. So that's a plus. Precisely. Um, yeah, good luck spamming lol there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> before before I'm terrified of Tope's next idea, so I think I'm going to take us out But thank you so much, Sheridan, for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. This is Uh, great. Lots of fun. Thank Thank you.
1: you
3: Appreciate it, man. Much love to you. Thank you, Toph. Thank you, callers. Thank you, viewers and listeners out there. We will see you soon. This is Radio Melee, signing out.